أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لله ما في السماوات وما في الأرض actions in the week that were apparently disparate and disconnected. <coughs> the last one that I had uh, with somebody associated with the Zawiyah, this person pointed out that uh, there's a uh, I think he quoted a, one of the shiuch of their tariqah who said that um, Allah says, we said that if you make your concern rather, Allah, then he will address all of your other concerns. If you make your, your, your passion, your, your aspiration to, for the meeting with Allah, then all your other aspirations will be addressed. And amazingly, exactly that stanza caught my attention with one of the uh, qasaid that we sang of Sheikh Muhammad ibn al-Habib, with Ruhi, towards the end. He says exactly that, make your concern, make your concern uh, Allah, and He will take care of all of your concerns. So in the, in the first instance, this relates to a question which somebody had posted on the Zawiyah 
uh, WhatsApp group on the, uh, on the forum, basically saying, you know, if you, <clears throat> how is it that we forget how miraculous the day-to-day is? So if you deliberately consider just all of the things that you have around you right now, and you see how extraordinary it is, why is it that we so quickly forget and our attention gets sucked into normal day-to-day concerns? I mean, this is indeed the path. Remembering the miraculous. It's called dhikr for a reason. Dhikr means to remember. And we are so easily distracted. I mean, we see it here in the majlis. We start off, we have the most wonderful dhikr, powerful dhikr, strong hadra. People sit down and the cell phones come out and they're looking at their cell phones. When the courtesy, the adab of the hadra is when the hadra is finished, you sit down and you give full attention to the recitation of Quran and you give full attention to the, the dars. Now, if one, if one were to examine any individual event, if you said to someone, why on earth did you do that? They would say probably something like, you know, I've got a very serious business problem that I'm dealing with. I'm, I've got a sick parent. I have uh, a, a crisis with my finances or with my home. There would be a legitimate reason for one's attention being dragged into that which is away from Allah. It happens all the time. It's a very human, very natural thing. And yet he promises us that all of these other things that create the condition where we're dealing with, we get locked up in wrestling with trivia, with inconsequential things. All of those things will be addressed if we come back to the source, if we come back to Him. There's a number of ways that one can understand this matter of coming back to him. In the first and most profound way is to constantly remind yourself that no matter how bad you think the situation that you are in is, there's still infinitely more blessing than curse in that situation. It has to necessarily be the case, otherwise you would be dead. Surely. If more things went wrong than went right for you right now, it is impossible for you to be alive. Insofar as you are alive, it has to mean that there are infinitely more things going right for you than are going wrong. No matter how painful and how overwhelming the discomfiture is that you're having to face right now, there's still more blessing than curse. And to deliberately seek that blessing and to examine the blessing means also to recognize that that blessing is there despite you, 
over and above your ability to, to manage the affair. And that then immediately introduces you to the necessity of the miraculous, to the presence of the miraculous, to the, the incontrovertible truth of the miraculous. That you are here by a miracle that you cannot account for. And that miracle is the Rabb, is his intervention, moment by moment. To see his intervention. That's the first way that one can understand this, this word dhikr. Is to remind yourself, remember. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us as the sons and daughters of Adam, the most extraordinary gift, and that is to know the names of things. Another way of describing the knowing of, na- of the names of things is, is the ability to, to, to indicate the, the significance of things, the meaning of things. If I know its name, I know its meaning, I know its significance. We are uniquely designed to, to regard significance. Significance means the opposite of the trivial, the opposite, opposite of the mundane. You have to understand that your life <coughs> is not trivial <coughs> and is not mundane. It is stupendous. It is miraculous. However, we live in a world which keeps on trying to create the conditions where we grant that which is obviously mundane significance. And in the process, we trivialize ourselves and we trivialize the lives that we lead. You, who are Khalifullah, you who are his representative on earth, you feel that you are cast off, cut off, peripheral, insignificant, <coughs> trivial. Why? Because you keep your attention caught up with trivialities. Those trivialities will be sorted out if you keep your attention caught up with them. If he can provide the miracle of your left eye working, why should he not provide you the miracle of the transaction that you're trying to battle with sorting itself out by the end of the month? And if it doesn't sort it out, then maybe the transaction failing is actually in your interest and in the final analysis. So that's the first significance of remembering him. <coughs> remembering Allah means to, to call to mind how stupendous the life is that you have. And this is a deliberate act. I mean, if I say to you, remember, it's kind of suggesting that you've forgotten. 
And this is true. He has made us forgetful so that we can remember. And there's a magic in that. Have you ever had this incredible sense of relief when you remember something that, you, that was important that you've forgotten? That, oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, ha. That experience of ha. That's why we have made forgetful. So that we can have that sense of wonder and of awe and amazement when we remember. Our forgetfulness is part of our design. Our getting lost in trivia is part of our design. But there is something that we can do to escape that being dragged into the trivia. We can punctuate our day with zikr, with remembrance. We can do our salah slowly and deliberately enough so that it actually does remind us of the presence of the Rabb. rather than something that we've just got to get through, because if we don't do it, we won't have a good account when we die. The second significant sort of uh, implication of the word remembering for me (coughs) which I think goes deeper and really accounts for the fact that if you do that, all your concerns get sorted out. And that is to, remi- to feel the, the closeness of the Rob. People don't realize this. You know, you have immediate access to the feeling of the closeness of Allah. This is not, not a dark science. He's immediately accessible. You know, if we had this conversation in the Zawiya earlier on, and uh, maybe it was last week, but it was recent, about, you know, what does the word dhikr mean? Um, and we say, well, it means to remember Allah. Okay. I said, well, what, is, what are you remembering? And then um, somebody said, well, you're remembering his names, you know. I said, well, that's not remembering. I mean, if, if, if I say to you, um, do you remember um, Sidi Imam? Then clearly a face will come, an experience will come to mind. So something that you remember. I mean, what wouldn't come to mind is Khadebe, because that's just another word. An experience comes to mind. And if, if, if I ask you, do you remember Sidi Iman? And an experience doesn't come to mind. And you say to me, yes, you do remember Sidi Iman. Surely you're lying. So when you say you're doing dhikr, you're remembering. It doesn't help just to remind yourself of another word. <coughs> so what is the experience that you're being invited to remember when you say, I am doing dhikr of Allah? Right now, if you consider everything that you experience, it's at some level in front of you. It's an object. 
The question is, what is the looker? What is the subject? If you allow your attention just to fall back into yourself, behind your eyes, you let some attention rest on where your attention is coming from. You're introduced to an openness, a spaciousness, which is the presence of the Rabb. It is closer to you than your jugular vein. That is the good. <coughs> that is calling to mind a real experience. That is not just making a noise in Arabic. Now, when you do that, truly, every time you allow yourself to sink into that spaciousness, all the complication of the world around you and the world outside of you sorts itself out. And it does that by an ingenuity that nobody can explain. By the same miracle that makes your eye work is the miracle that fixes your life for you. That is how it is. Make your concerns Allah. Make your concern remembering Him and He will take care of all of your other concerns. That is how it is. May Allah grant us nearness to Him. May He grant us annihilation in Him. May He grant us death before we die. In Allah wa malaikatuhu salu ala nabi Ya ayyuhaladzina amanu salu alayhi wa salim taslima Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabiyunumu wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa salim taslima Subhana rabbika rabbul izzati ya ma'isifun wa assalamu ala umur salim wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin